I'm pleased to say that we're joined on the uh, on the line now by Ian Marshall. Good evening, Ian. You okay? Yeah, fellas. Good, thanks. Yeah, um, Ian's come on just to have a quick chat about his career and and tell us about his memories of his uh, his time as a player, and then speak about what he, what he's doing now. So, looking at looking at your career, and you spent a bulk of it as at Oldham, played defence and striker. Um, what was your your preferred position? Oh, centre forward, definitely. Um, spoke to a few of the like, you know, few people over the over the years about it, and um, if you've ever scored a goal, it outweighs any clearance off the line <laughs> or it's tackle or anything like that. So, you know, obviously you spent bulk of your career at Oldham, as I said, over 150 appearances. Um, what what are your memories of, of your time at Oldham? It's just a fantastic time, if I'm honest with you. Um, I mean, I had a decent career, uh, but the achievements of what we did at Oldham, um, which, you know, a small mill town just outside Manchester, uh, when I first went there, there was three and a half thousand people used to go and watch the watch the game. Uh, and obviously, when, when I, I left and they were in the Premier League, we were getting 17 and a half thousand, which pretty much is probably the capacity of the, mm-hmm. of the town. Yeah. Looking at your scoring record as well, I mean, I asked if you preferred playing up front or in defence. I mean, you scored 38 goals in 90 appearances at Ipswich. I mean, that's a fantastic goals-to-game ratio. I mean, play some yeah, strikes I mean, in the Premier was, League, haven't got it. Well, that was the reason I left, really. Uh, Joe wanted me to play centre-half and I wanted to play up front. And when John Lyle came in for me at Ipswich, he, you know, he pretty much guaranteed me I was going to play centre-forward. So it was a pretty easy choice for yeah, me, really. Yeah. Um, you sort of spent, you know, time then after after Old you went to Ipswich, Leicester, and then you know, Bolton. You never really sort of settled at any one club for a long period of time. Was that your choice, or did managers just think it was time to move you on? Or well, not really. I mean, I, I was at I was at Ipswich for three years, and I never actually asked to leave. Um, I remember getting a call off George Bailey and uh, saying Martin O'Neill at Leicester had come in for you. And basically, I didn't want to leave because uh, I had a young family. We were happy in the area, and I, I liked it, and I didn't want to go. But uh, unbeknownst to me at the time, the club were desperately in need of a, about a million pound, I think. And um, obviously, they got an offer for me for about nine hundred and fifty grand, so they had accepted it. And pretty much, I was told in no uncertain terms that I had to go. So I was put in a position where, yeah. you know, I was pretty pretty much forced out the door. And then when I went to um, to Leicester, I was there for four years, so you know I wasn't it wasn't too bad. And mm-hmm. and, I, and then obviously I'd come to come towards the end of my career at Leicester. I was thirty four yeah. years of age when I left Leicester, so um, you know you're never going to get a three or four year deal when you're thirty four. <laughs> so it was pretty much a year. At, well, actually, when I uh, played non contract at Bolton at first before um, Sam gave me a contract, so it was pretty much just a year. And you know you were going to nick a year here and there when you. When you carried on, um, I'll just I'll pass it over to Mike to start because I know Mike asks our listeners and our forum users for for questions for our guests every week, and I know he's got a fair few, I think. So I'll pass yeah. it over to Mike. He'll be able to fire a couple of those at you. No problem. I've got a couple, Ian. Um, uh, Nick asks first of all, who was the best manager you played under throughout your career? That's a difficult one because one of the things I do. Um, like to think is that I've had some decent managers if if you look through but I think the one who had the most influence on my career and you know it's a bit um, blase but it was probably Howard Kendall at, at Everton uh, I mean I didn't enjoy a great time at Everton I was only a young lad and I didn't really break into the team but what he taught me and um, you know 
his ethics and, and his, his, his coaching. I always thought he was, you know, years ahead of his game, uh, years ahead of, of the coaching. And, um, you know, he was a very, very good manager. And I'd like to think it was probably Howard, yeah. And just finally from Nick as well, he asks, um, who was the best player you played with in your career? That's a difficult one, really. I mean, um, when I was at, obviously at Everton, they had some great players. They won the championship in uh, the, the Premier League or the old first division back then. And they had players like Peter Reid and, um, you know, it was, it was a fantastic player. Neville Southall was a fantastic goalkeeper. Um, I'd probably, you know, I think I'd probably say potentially and and, uh, and what he had when he was a young lad was uh, Emil Heskey. I mean, I, I always thought he could have, I mean, he, he, listen, you look at his record and he's still got a great, he's had a great career and a great record, but I still think he could have got um, reached higher levels. Um, with a bit more determination, because as a gifted footballer and a gifted player, he was, you know, he was right up there. Thank you very much. I'll pass you back over to Paul. Okay, Paul. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to fire it over to Owen. I think because Owen's got a couple of questions lined up as well. Um, no I want to take questions out of their mouths, as you say. <laughs> Yeah, hi there, Ian. I just I wanted to uh, just go back and touch a little more on your time at uh, your time at Leicester. You said you said you spent four seasons there. Um, obviously, the League Cup has got to be it's got to be your biggest memory from from your time playing there. Um, the last the last League Cup to be to be won at Wembley. Um, what what were your, what were your memories of that day? Well, I, unfortunately, I'd been out injured for a while and I got back in in the quarterfinals um, and we played Fulham. And fortunately for me, well, fortunately and unfortunately for me, it went uh, to extra time. I scored a couple of goals and we ended up drawing 3-3 with Fulham and, and winning on, eventually on penalties. And I played very well. So I was that was on the Wednesday night. On the Saturday, I got straight back in the team at Chelsea away. And obviously, I don't think I'd uh, fully recovered. I ended up pulling my hamstring again on that game. And I was out then till the final. Um, so when I came back, I was only named as a substitute. Obviously, a bit disappointing. But, um, you know, any Wembley appearance, um, for me, is a special thing. This is why I don't really understand when I go and watch games you know, these days and, and teams are putting weakened sides out. Because I know fans want to go to Wembley and have a day out. And I'm sure, you know, if it's any, any players like myself... You know, it's the pinnacle of, of getting to a Wembley final, whether it be the League Cup or, or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's, it's a final and it's a great day. Yeah, it's, uh, I've always been one about uh, the semi-finals and finals and whether they should be played at the same stadium and that. Um, obviously, though, you know, the old Wembley must have been some kind of experience for anyone. Um, it's fantastic, yeah. The, from there you went on you said you went on to Bolton um, without a contract at first then you had a short spell at, um, at Blackpool um, yeah, did, did you feel did you feel that you always wanted to end up you know playing at that higher level for your final two seasons was there any was there any thoughts in your mind to, to carry on playing but you know at a lower level or have you made your mind up fairly early on that you wanted to get out of the top Oh, I'd, I'd love to have played at the top, but I'm, you know, I've always regarded myself as an honest lad, and um, I was 35, 36, and uh, you know that, the, as as you know, how the how the Premier League has moved on, and I'm not saying it's it's better football or anything, but it's definitely a lot more athletic these days, and um, you know, at, at 35, I just thought 
I was probably past the Premier League, um, so I was happy, and I was actually happy in the Championship with Bolton. But uh, you know, uh, typical, we do so well and we get promoted to the Premier League, and I don't get a start because I'm, you know, as I said, I'm honest to myself. I didn't think I was um, fit enough. That you know, I, I, I thought I'd, I'd come to the end of my Premier League days, really, and I, I'd, I'd have liked to have. Um, carried on playing you know at the, at the lower levels but I, you know I retired at 36 we got to the LD, LDV final at um, at the Millennium stage and I just thought that would be a nice time to, uh, to to hang my boots up and especially with winning and you know both Blackpool winning it and it was a special occasion I thought you know you're not going to get a better time to check out than, than this Yeah uh, brings me nicely on to my final question I've had a, uh, a, a nice little quote with regards to, to that game um, you said that it was, um, you know, that you decided to call it a day and I wanted to finish on a high, which I did. It was a great day and night, come to think of it. Uh, <laughs> just a little, little bit more detail on the night? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you know what, uh, I don't know what happens these days, um, but obviously we had a great party um, and uh, fantastic. You know, it, as I said, it's a cup final, even if it was the LDV. It was at a, a fantastic stadium. I mean, Millennium Stadium is a fantastic stadium. I, I actually like that better than the old Wembley. I just think it's got a great atmosphere in there. Even when it's not full, it, it, it can carry a really good atmosphere. And, um, you know, obviously, back in them days, it was uh, a few drinks went going, and uh, it was a very, very uh, late night or early morning. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you very much for that. I'll pass you over on to Chris. Cheers, mate. Hi, Ian. Hi, pal. Hi, Ian. Are you still living out in Canada? No, no. Ah. Um, I've been back now for about three years. Um, I, I actually do. Uh, I still do soccer schools out there in the summer, and I yeah. uh, I do soccer tours. I bring Canadian teams over, and they do. We do like play games and go and watch games, and basically have a bit of a holiday, and also the the experience of Premier League games, Championship games, and playing local teams. And I also work. I also work for Leicester on match days um, in the hospitality. Probably. Okay. Um, how did you find the standard of football out in Canada when you were out there? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I I was actually living in Newfoundland, which is uh, I don't know whether you know Canada very well, but I mean it's the provinces are like countries within a country. Everyone is different, and, and Newfoundland is probably one of the. Uh, 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 I watch, be careful what I say, but when I say backward in, in the sense of football, or soccer as it is over there, <laughs> um, they're not, you know, they're not that, um, they're not that developed. And, and I was pleased because I, I thought over, I was there for five years and I thought in the five years I was there, I, I helped them develop um, an understanding. I mean, just when I was there, they, they, they ended up getting four um, artificial pitches which they never had before and that was yeah. all through, that was all through interest from kids wanting to play football at a better level and picking the game up and you know they 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 are trying i mean especially now since i was over there there was no um, mls teams but now you know they've got vancouver they've got toronto and montreal so that they are striving to to improve it's just the trouble is as you know they play at the wrong time of the year uh, yeah and in the winter there's so much snow um, and, and, and to try and get ice hockey out, you know, the ice hockey is the main thing and, and people, you know, it, everyone's yeah. to, to watch ice hockey. So it, it's just like over here where, where football is the main sport, ice hockey over there, you know, drives 
drives the sports. And um, before I pass you back to Paul, um, two of your former clubs are having very differing starts of the season. Um, Leicester being second in the Championship and Bolton being 21st. How do you feel each team will fare this season? Well, I, I mean, I, as I say, I, I work every home game with Leicester and I've gone and watched them and uh, they do they do look a very good team. Um, what I like at the minute is they are creating chances um, yep. you know, even the, the, listen. Don't get me wrong; they, they they're not the, the safest at the back, but they do create chance after chance. And, and you know, at the minute, they're putting more chances away than the opposition, and they're playing attractive football. Um, you know, they, they, there hasn't been a team who's come down there who, who played in the championship that I thought were were, were better than them. Um, oh. You know, Wigan when they came, I was expecting a lot much better show from them. You know, they still had the core. Of the Premier League players, and, and and you know, to be honest with you, Leicester played them off the pitch. Yeah. Uh, with regards to Bolton, I think they'll be mid-table and quite safe. To be honest with you, I think they've had a, a difficult start to the season. Um, but you know, the managers, you know, doing a good job. It's 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 a, it's a difficult one. But I, if I'm honest with you, I don't think they'll be in danger of going down. I think you know, the, the mid-table will be quite comfortable, really. Yeah, I, I've just got one more for you, Ian. Um, I, I'm a big Liverpool fan, and um, Me too. <laughs> do you remember what do you remember about scoring the the, the last minute goal at uh, at Anfield? That's my favourite goal I've ever scored. Um, as a, as a child, you know, I, I'm a Liverpool fan. I idolised uh, Kenny Dalglish, and that was my highlight of my, of my playing career. Was um, playing in a derby match, um, probably three or four games into my career, and uh, we, were, we were at Goodison playing Liverpool, and I, I just remember it for all the wrong reasons. Really, I was playing centre half. I remember um, Kenny sticking his big arse in me and, and rolling me and turning and spanking the top, spanking in the top corner from about 25 yards in the first two minutes, and we were ending up 3-0 down at half-time, and Howard Kendall gave me the shepherd's hook and dragged me off, and we ended up losing 3-2 in the end, he said, don't worry about it, son, it wasn't your fault and all that, but, you know, did uh, did go to me to, to me head, but uh, my dream was to score it in the cop end. Uh, albeit I wanted to be in a Liverpool shirt but the next best thing is to, to score against them and uh, you know for me it was fantastic I still you know if anyone asked me what your favourite goal that was my favourite goal because uh, being a Liverpool fan and wanting to score in the cop I had a couple of mates who were ripping me who came down from the they were sitting in the Cameron Road stand they came down had a little jibe at me saying you're going to get hammered and I knew exactly where they were sitting and when I scored I ran right up to them and they did, I was pointing to them and, it's uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on tonight, Ian. Thanks very much for uh, for giving your time up to speak to us. Uh, no hopefully, you'll, hopefully you'll come back Thank on again you, in the future and we'll be able to talk a bit more about the uh, the soccer scores and things. Yeah, any time, mate. Just give us a give us a message on Twitter or, or, or Skype. Not a problem. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, thanks very much for your time tonight, Ian. I hope you uh, get rid of that cold and enjoy the rest of Halloween. Cheers. 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 Cheers, Bye. 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 Cheers, Ian. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye.